never denied. Lay will never deny. There you go. Come on in. Come on in. Watch this, y'all. Watch this. tonight's show is that lets me know just how important tonight's show is and that's why i say we may have been delayed but we will not be denied well there's a will there's always a way so forgive me forgive me forgive me but i want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight we have a very 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 um Important show tonight, very serious topic 
that we want to uh, discuss, that we want to talk about. Let me kind of calm down a little bit. Let me kind of calm down a little bit because, you know, I got kind of hyped up. You know what I'm saying? I began to kind of almost went downstairs and got my all to start kind of putting it on Facebook. But you know what? Facebook has been tripping with a lot of different people. People have been losing uh, pages and people have been getting their pages hacked left and right. So it's been a lot of different things going on with Facebook. But nevertheless. It's Friday night, and we made it to another great episode of Man Cave Podcast with Coach B. I'm your host, Mr. B the Man. I'll be your or uh, your 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 host tonight. I'll be the one behind the microphone. I'll be the one on the wheels and steel. Well, not really the wheels and steel, but my phone and my pad and all this type of stuff. But I want to thank you, thank you, thank you to the men out there. I salute you. You are somebody. You're great. If you're doing a great job, continue to do a great job as we prepare to, to, to celebrate Father's Day next weekend. I want to say to all the fathers, continue to do the great work that you're doing. Continue to lead the way. Continue to stand. Continue to be there. Continue to support. Continue to correct. Continue to to love on, continue to do all the things that fathers that we do. All right. All right. Let's get into tonight's show. Very, very, very uh, serious, serious topic that I want to, we're going to be talking about tonight. As a matter of fact, tonight, uh, this series that we're going to be talking about is so pivotal and it's so vital that we're going to actually be doing a two-part series when it comes to the topic that we're going to discuss tonight. Um, we want to talk tonight about mental health, men and mental health. Uh, I've, I've, I've working 25 plus years in the medical field. I've seen my share of mental health patients and majority of them have been men okay and I, i've experienced a great deal i've been uh talked about by some i've been uh wanting to some wanting to fight me and attack me you know all because of 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 something that has been going on in their mind something that has been going on that they've been dealing with and and it's it's this this mental health there is a loud, loud cry out about men and mental health. Unfortunately, the cry of men crying out is not them crying outside. It's a lot of men crying on the inside about this mental health, about depression, about suicide about emotional distress and that's why tonight i want to unmute the silence i want to unmute the quietness i want to unmute the the anger and the bitterness and the and and the, and the and the hurt and the frustration that men have been feeling when it comes to mental illnesses and depression and and bouts and suicides and things like that Listen, I am on the Man Cave Podcast page instead of my own personal Kevin D. Boudreaux page. So you, if you can tag uh, this, you can share and just kind of let people that are usually looking for me 
on my regular page that I'm actually on the Man Cave podcast page because this was the only page that they would let me go live on. They wouldn't let me go live on my personal page for whatever reason, but um, we're here. We're here and we're going to discuss this serious, 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 serious topic. And, and, And I think that the thing that has gotten me the most when it comes to men and mental health Men and depression, men and suicide, men that are dealing with this disease, dealing with this illness, dealing with this sickness, that they're not talking about it. They're not talking about it. And and and, and as I begin to research and dig even the more so when it came to when it comes to mental health, or when it comes, yeah, when it comes to this disease, men are putting on makeup and they're disguising it and they're covering it up and how they're covering it up. They're covering it up with their talent. They're covering it up with, with the job that they do. They're covering it up with alcohol and they're covering it up with porn and they're covering it up with, with smoking and doing drugs. And we, and we have come so far that we're covering it up so, so bad that you people, we don't see it, you know. You, you, it's not noticed or it's not recognized until someone' life is gone. Until someone is found with a gunshot wound or peels by their bed with a note saying, "I couldn't take life no more. Life got the best of me. Life, it was just, just too much, and I just, they just threw in the towel. They just had to give up." You know, it, it, I, I really, if I can be honest. I really began to pay attention to mental health and men, even the more so when I got and well, when I heard the news about DJ Twitch, the 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 the, the DJ and the dancing man from the Ellen DeGeneres show. I mean, there was never a time that you didn't see this guy and he wasn't bringing joy to somebody. There was never a time that you saw him and he wasn't dancing and clapping and smiling and having a good time. And you would just think that the life that he has based off of what he was showing us was the life that so many men wanted. He had a family, he had a wife, he had a kid, he was making money, he was very popular, he was one that brought sunshine to people, he was one, he was a dancer. Hey, everybody knows dancing, nobody dances sad, nobody dances, you know what I'm saying, upset or angry. It's something about dancing and having a good time they go together and it just seemed like whenever he was doing that that's the type of person that he was so we just assume not to mention him being such good friends with Ellen and her being the type of person that she was you know always happy go lucky always willing to do this and give this and giving out gifts and just you know what I'm saying just a real 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 good time and you just would not think that behind the music, that behind the dancing, that behind the lives, that behind the TikToks, that behind the videos, that behind the beautiful wife, that behind the beautiful home, that behind the beautiful kids, that behind the nice vehicle and all these types of things that we as men desire to have, that behind that, there was frustration, there was sadness. You know, there was a, a, a wrestling with 
depression. There was a wrestling with, you know, uh, uh, a fight that was going on between good versus evil. You know, and, and, and men are real good at covering up what we're dealing with, with what we do. You know, we, we love to talk about what we do. And sometimes what we do can cover up who we are. Sometimes what we do can cover up how we feel. Sometimes what we do can cover up what's really going on, what's really taking place, what's really happening, what we're really dealing with as men. You know, women, women, women are known for wearing makeup. But the more I researched and the more that I dug and the more that I was reading statistics and the more that I was learning about men and mental health and how we keep quiet and how we don't say anything and how, you know, until we, we, we shoot the gun, I, I was just like, wow, we are professional makeup artists. We laugh. We have a good time, you know, and you and we would we would really, really, really make people think that everything is oh so well. You know, and I look at like comedians like Robert Williams, you know, his 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 whole life was making people laugh. His whole life was giving people joy. His whole life was making people feel good. Only for him to stand on stage or to stand in a movie and make Thousand and million of people feel good and for him to step off the stage and feel bad. For him to walk home, to go walk in his house and, and battle depression, not like who he is, adored by millions and millions of different people, but hated by himself, not like by himself. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take some, we're going to, as men, we're going to take the makeup off. You know, and what I want to do is if there's anybody on the show, if there's anybody watching, tag them. Tag men. I want, I, I, want this, I want this live to be filled with men. I want men to see that it's okay to remove the makeup. It's okay to unmute yourself if you're dealing with anger, if you're dealing with frustration, if you're dealing with suicide and you're having bouts of suicide, you want to throw it all away, you want to give it all up, you want to walk away from it all, you want to leave home and never come back. And a lot of men feel that way and they just don't talk about it. What they do is instead of talking about it, they'll go to work. What they do is instead of talking about it, they'll go drink. Instead of talking about it, they'll pop in, you know, a movie or something. They'll go smoke something. And this has been our makeup for a long, long time. And I'm not the only one that's, that's, that's wanting to see men help. I mean, if you go on social media and you go around the city, I know a lot of people. One of, one of, my, one of my closest, closest, closest buddy, you know what I'm saying, I, I consider him like a mentor to me. He's a huge advocate when it comes to mental health. Tried to, tried to kill himself twice. So he knows about the mental health. And we as men have to be willing to hit the unmute button. We as men have to be willing to say, hey, it's not a good day. Hey, I got this going on. And I'm going to share some statistics as we go in the show. And I'm going to share some phone numbers. And like I said, this is just part one. 
We're going to do another part, not next Friday, but the following Friday. We're going we're gonna to talk about this again because I think that this needs to be talked about. Just like we're talking about our 401k, we need to talk about this. Just like we're talking about our cars and our money and, and our clothes and suits and all this other stuff and sports and all this other type of stuff that men like to talk about. Women and all this other type of stuff that we like to talk about. We like to talk about our career. We like to talk about the money we have in the bank. We like to talk about our shoes. We like to talk about our clothes. All these, we like, we like to, and I love to talk about all of it. But what good is us to stand and sit in front of each other and talk about this and one of us go home and blow our brains out? We got to take the makeup off. We got to unwrap this thing. We got to talk about this thing. And we can't be afraid to discuss it. Because our men for years have suffered in silence. And it's not that they have to. We chose to. And that's why I'm excited. Listen, I got I got my guest. I, I believe he is on. I'm going to bring him on and I'm going to introduce him. I just got to find him. Okay. He's on. Um, I want to just kind of, this is, let me tell you, this is how good that you can be going through something and nobody know it. As 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 Tom. Okay, there. Hey, what up, T? What's up? What's up, baby? <laughs> What's up? In the house. Oh man, look at you, man. Five seven. I'm gonna tell y'all where he get that name from. I know him about five seven. A lot of other people that know have known him as long as I know him, going by five seven. But I just kind of wanna um listen, y'all. This this guy here, we go way back. I'm talking. <laughs> maybe 20 something years we used to work together and his radio number was 657 well we like calling him by his original name we just enjoy calling him by you know his number 657 you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then once he left the hospital i dropped the six but i kept the five seven so now he's just five seven this guy y'all i consider a hip-hop pioneer this guy I mean, when I say he know his hip hop literature, he know. I mean, from that. That's why I started off the the show. I hope you heard that five seven. I started off the show with Eric being Rocky and microphone thing. You know what I'm saying? A little hip hop, fifty years of hip hop. This is the guy that we used to get our hip hop information from. This is the guy that he used to he used to school us and tell us about different hip-hop artists. I'm talking about not mainstream artists. I'm talking about artists that you didn't even know that if you went in, you like, I didn't even, oh, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You heard of the name like De La Soul, but you know what I'm saying? All you knew was like, it's just me, myself, and I. You know what I'm saying? But five seven go like, nah, you need to go back and like really, really, really listen to De La Soul. And I mean, this is a good dude, y'all. And, 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 and here's the crazy part. As long as I've been known five seven, he's always been one that smiled. You know, he, he was the one that, hey man, I need to get CDs and this and that and all this type of stuff. He he was that guy, always having to do it way easy go lucky. Didn't hear nobody talk negative about him. Never heard him have a boy. I, I he had a couple of problems with a few people, but it wasn't nothing major. You know, it was. <laughs> It wasn't amazing. He was just like an always easygoing guy. Just a, just a guy that was just, just chill. Like, man, five, seven. Let me tell you something. If 5'7 got mad, you got mad. 
Cause five seven don't usually get mad. So if five seven got mad, somebody did say, "Hey, it's it's just be a problem." But man, I want to welcome, and that's why I want to give him. I gave him the name Thomas Five Seven Hip Hop is not dead. Price. Welcome to the show, my brother. All right, what's up? How's it going? You hear me, all right? You can hear me? Ah, uh, little bit, little bit. Let me see. Uh, okay, that's cool. Okay. And, I, and I'll just say this, y'all. Y'all know I'm loud. Y'all know I'm outgoing. Five seven is he's 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 a mild he's a mild cat. You know what I'm saying? He's a smooth. You know what I'm saying? He yeah 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 yeah. But but we 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 want to tackle a serious serious topic tonight uh i remember five seven welcome to the show by the way thank you so much for accepting the invitation but i remember i want to take you back when the news broke about dj twitch him committing suicide right and i remember putting a post up about it because i was just like i can't believe it. this dude this this happy gonna look this dude i mean he was like one of those dudes like Man, you just too happy. You know what I mean? Just just a good time and partying and videos all over the place. And I remember posting about it. And I put, you know, the suicide prevention highlight. And then you were one of the first people that that commented on it. And yeah. Yeah. kind of went into a little bit of your story, of your situation. And that's when my eyes was like, whoa. <laughs> Seven dealt with mental health. Five seven dealt with depression, and I'm like, how did I not know that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did I not know that this was something that five seven dealt with? You know, and 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 that's why tonight, you know, I want to ask you some questions, man, and I want to um, just kind of shine a light on this dark, dark illness that is 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 running rapid in men all races but somehow it's really 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 running rapid with our african american men so so i want to ask you when did you realize that you was dealing with mental health or depression uh, it was a long time ago uh I, I was i had to be about 12 maybe 12 13 wow. and wow. yeah it's 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 been a long time and like yeah when you talk about twitch it's just it's, i think about it and it just it breaks me because like i saw myself in twitch a lot like wow he, he, I'm always smiling. I'm always trying to make everybody feel great. I'm always happy and laughing. And, but it's not all the truth. When I go home, it's not, not it's a mask. It's, it's a yeah. mask a lot. It's, it's a mask. It's a mask. And wow. It's, it started way a long time ago. And I dealt with it for years. High school was really rough on me. And, and as I got older, I tried to maintain it. It's not something, it's very difficult. You can get medication, you can do all of that stuff, and it helps, but 
you still have to you still have to maintain and work on it. Right. But then right. there's so there's so many things that just trigger and mess you up. Even if you try like like uh I work, I go to work, I love going to work. Like working keeps my mind going, keeps me busy. I work out everybody just thinks I'm oh they love me. Yeah. 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 I mean <laughs> Yeah. I mean, same thing when you was, you know, at the hospital. I mean, you didn't find nobody saying nothing bad about five seven. I mean, he was just that dude. He was just like, man, oh yeah, five seven. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, you're five. Oh yeah, the CD dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it keeps me from my mind keeps going. I keep working. I keep doing stuff. And but whenever I slow down and stop, or just I'm just there. The depression comes in. Wow. And sometimes it's bad. It's really bad. There's been a few times I tried to end it. And, and like, it's, it's actually happened more times than I'd really, you know, a lot of right. people just don't know. Right. And, right. And, and, and it's, it's, man, man. So you say that you actually tried. I tried. I, I tried in wow. high school. I tried a couple of years ago. Just, uh, yeah. Wow. I did. I did. Took a bunch of pills. I tried to uh, cut myself. I actually, I am a cutter, which I don't know if you know about that. But yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I don't like myself enough and mm -hmm. I get frustrated at myself so I try to hurt myself to because I'm angry at myself right. so there was a lot of cutting going on in high school I, I hit it because no, nobody really knew I got I found out once because it showed through through my shirt mm -hmm. I bled, and uh, people got worried and I had to go to therapy and all that stuff. Right. But it just, it doesn't go away. It's not something that you're just going to one day, I'm going to be great, everything's going to go away. It's not going to go away. Wow. It's something I just have to deal with. And I'm still here. I mean. Woo! Man. <laughs> man. Man. Man, man, man. That is, I'm telling you, this is, and, 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 you're one man, you know, that I'm talking to. But how many other men are out there? You know, because I think five, seven men, you're pretty much around the same age, close same age. You know, I may be a year or two older than you, somewhere like that. You actually may be older than me. I don't know. We'll discuss that off, we'll discuss that off camera. But how, how many men, you know, our age, that age cluster, that's it, it, that's dealing with this, and just choose to just stay quiet, to not like okay, like you said, you were found out the first time, you know what I'm saying, from cutting yourself, you was found out. You know, had you not been found out, do you think you would have eventually said, "Yo, I'm dealing with a problem." Yo. I want to end it. Yo, I, I, I need, 
what makes a man like not what what is it that we don't want to say anything we don't want to talk to nobody me personally i I will talk (laughs) but there's a lot of men that like it's not man it's not manly to be weak it's not manly to to want to feel these feelings or depression or sadness and and then in the, in the black homes, it's like, boy, you just crazy. You just acting crazy. Cut it out. Ain't nothing wrong with you. And I got that from some of, some of my family would give me a yeah. Stop, stop acting like that. Boy, ain't nothing wrong with you. And my mom, I put my mom through a lot, but she was always there for right. me. Right. And uh, I had my dad. I didn't have any of that. But I had a lot of family members that's like, you know, stop it. You know, it's not, I can't stop it, you know. And I don't know what it is about, like I said, men don't want to seem weak or they don't want to seem like they need, like they have to be strong ones. You have to take care of everyone. It's the, again, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the makeup, you know, it's the, it's the facade, you know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the, hey, got, you know, got, got to put this up that, cause again, I, I, I'm a man, so I don't want anybody. You know, this ain't nothing. That, you know, I I ain't, I can't be weak in front of my family member. They, you know, what I'm saying I'm called to carry the family. I'm called to be the lion. I'm called to be Hercules. There's no way that I can tell them that I'm battling with something. I'm battling with an issue. I may mess up the family. Or they won't be able to depend on me, or they won't be able to call on me, or I may seem weak or something like that. Or, you know, like you was saying, and and the black culture. You know, they think that depression and mental health, like, it's only for different races. Like, it bypasses blacks. You know, it bypasses, you know, and I'm, and I'm really, you know what I'm saying, t- saying blacks because you and I are both black. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so, you know, we know, you know, like you said, from your own personal experience, you know, people was like, oh, man, that boy ain't nothing wrong with you. You know? Yeah. And sadly, you can hear that a lot in African-American households. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's that we don't want to face the reality of it. It's just that maybe the older generation, you know, they didn't talk about it because they didn't have the insurance to get help for it. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? They, so it was just kind of swept under the rug. Then our generation came along and, you know, we had jobs with insurance and we can get help and stuff like that. And I commend, you know, those that, that do hit the unmute button to get help, you know what I'm saying? Because maybe the resources that we have now, you know, Grandpa didn't have, have. No. you know what I'm saying? Uncle Ray Ray didn't have. So because they didn't have the resources like we had, they was just like, oh, no, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. maybe whites didn't have those resources. So if they that maybe those were the only ones that they saw getting help, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and, yeah. and and I say that because I don't want to bash the older generation because they grew up in a different time where we grew up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They grew up in a time that, shh, you know, don't say yeah. that. Boom, you know what I'm saying? That just, yeah. Well, for us, hey, we, we, hey, you know what I'm saying? Times are a little better. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got a little insurance. All right, I'm paying for it anyway. Why not go, and, you know, cash it in? You know? Yeah. But I mean, it's not even, even that, like, I, I have a, my mom did the best she could. Yeah. And but, yeah. But, you know, and, but when, uh, when the insurance or whatever it didn't cover, it's like, 
Bye. You know, right. Like, right. you know, and I know I'm not trying to make this a race thing, but I know for, you know, we struggle financially. Right. And my, exactly. mom, my mom, yeah, my mom was single mom and she was taking care of me. And, and once I was in, she put me in this center. I went from, from center to center and it's an outpatient center. And I wasn't even, once the insurance ran out, they was like, we can't do nothing for you. Wow. So I to, yeah, I had to go back to regular school and I wasn't ready for that. And they put me in like, like a, I don't know, West Oaks Hospital is pretty known. It's over in Houston. It's not really something that's like expensive. So I had to go, right. I was in there for a while. And, right. You know, just lower income. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you, know yeah. you, you, was, you was talking about your, your, your mom, you know, as a child and, and five, seven, you're married now with kids. When a man is struggling with something like mental health, you know, what, what does that do to the family? What does that do to the household? You know, I mean, do do your kids kind of peep around the corner? Do your wife have to walk on eggshells? I mean, what does that do to to the family? It's it. I try. I really hit it really well. I really did. But there was some like I suffer from BPD. That's borderline personality disorder. So. There's a lot that goes into that. I just recently found that out. For years, I thought I was just bipolar. Right. But there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into that. And what you do in that is you self-sabotage, and it's like a fear of abandonment and a fear of, like, somebody's going to leave you, so you do stupid things. You, you, you know, you, you know, porn, you try to... Right. That's what other people you just do stupid things. Just do stuff. You, you do stuff, you like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, I don't even you know what I'm saying? I'm watching this. I'm now I don't even yeah. you know what I'm saying? You just, <laughs> yeah, and you like looking for, it's like longing for attention or, or like you want to feel wanted or you want to feel like somebody needs you. Right. And it kinda we had I have problems in my relationship and but I, I kept it like my daughter didn't know. But as she got older, she started to develop some of the stuff that I have. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So that happened. And, like, I don't know, because I don't know my dad's side of the family. I haven't really got to know him that well, so I don't know right. if there's any there. Like, my mom never really had any of So I don't know if it's just that, like, coming from my dad's side or what. Mm -hmm. But my daughter has some issues, and I'm pretty sure. I, I know it's not my fault, but it still bothers me a lot. And, right, right. You know, but I kept, a lot of times I just kept going because of them, my wife, my daughter, you know. Yeah. And I didn't want to give up, but right. a lot of times that was hard, or I wanted to, but I just, I didn't. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you found something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah to fight for, something to stay in the game for, something, you know, and, and kids, kids are so amazing, you know what I'm saying? They're innocent and they, they don't even understand the part that they pay, they play when, when it comes to just you getting out of the bed, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, just like, man, you know, and, and it's like, 
Wow. And that's why, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I thank God that, that you do have a family, that you do have, you know, some somebody that, that you can look and you can be feeling one moment and, and they walk in the room and everything just kind of brightens up. You know, everything just kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a different perspective about uh, different things. So, man, I, I'm, I don't know. This is, this has, this is, this has been uh, so, so good. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so, so glad. But I wanted to ask you a couple of more questions. And the next thing I wanted to ask you is, what, what do you think if a man, you know, if a man is 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 dealing with some type of mental health and he makes the decision to say something, where does he start? Um, I started, I just, I, I, I have some people that I talk to, but I mostly, I just reached out, I looked online to find therapists. Right. You just you have to look, you have to know that you need help. And you can even talk, like, I had a couple of friends that I talked to, some of them, they would kind of like, like change the subject. <laughs> yeah. But some of them, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. some would listen and they we would talk and they would say, you know, maybe you should talk to somebody, maybe she's somewhere else. So I, it took me a while. Right. A while. Right. I started looking at I mean, there's resources available, and all you have to do is just look for them and reach out, and that's all you have to do. It's not difficult. It's not hard. I mean, you have to want to do it, and I mean, nobody, if you don't want anybody to know, nobody's going to know, you know. You could, online, you can just look up help, therapist, anything. It's there. It's not hard, and you just. One, and it's and they're not gonna go out and just tell everybody, hey, look, he called me. Right. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey. 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 You need. You know. But uh, it's not. Yeah. You don't have to be afraid to call. Like, if you're hurting, if you don't anybody, you know, just keep it to yourself and call. And you have. You can talk to somebody and you can deal with it without. Letting everybody know if you don't want to. If it, or you have friends you can trust you to reach out, tell them how you're feeling. If they if you can trust them and you know they're gonna listen and maybe they can help. I mean But but you would say a support circle yeah. is would is definitely beneficial. Oh, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, some some people know. that you can kinda just, you know, yeah, reach out to, to and just say, Hey, yeah. you know, you need that you definitely need that but yeah. you, it's i mean like i said for men it's hard but you need that you need to just talk to people to your friends and just you know i mean you'd be surprised you might probably be like oh they ain't gonna they ain't gonna listen yeah they're right like, they don't listen. that's right exactly yeah, exactly yeah. So, exactly so, so i know yeah. that when you first reached out it was very uncomfortable you know mm -hmm. But do, yeah. did, as you continue to, did it become less uncomfortable? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or did you like do good, then go back up, then do good, then go back? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you, what, as, you what, as you unfolding, you know, yeah, to people. Once you, once you let them know and you explain, like sometimes you have to explain. Right. Like what, 
what's what right. going through, and so they can get understanding. Because, and and then they'll and they'll listen, and then you can you explain you let them know what's going on, and they'll be like, I never knew this, and then you know, yeah, you know, as long as you have, you know, that person, those people around you, like that, you can just tell, hey, I'm dealing with this, you know, and I need somebody to talk to you, and like I said, you'd be surprised who will listen and you might get something that'll be like oh, oh come on man let's just go play some ball so i don't hear that right but <laughs> right right you get something that'll be like you know what's going on man let me let, tell me what's happening you know so you need to have that outlet have man. now yeah. now I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you this and then you know we'll, i'm gonna let you go okay. but i know like i was telling earlier you're a huge hip-hop music lover you know, like you go back to the the actual vinyl, like real, yeah. real, real, real DJ scratch. Yeah. You know, uh, and and so many of us was able to get you know music and hear music and CDs and this and that because of you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, is music one of the things that you kind of listen to to kind of just you know what I'm saying, just kind of bring you you know, oh, like yeah. if you have the moment, you know. It, it's the <laughs> it's the biggest thing. Yeah, I, 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 I believe that. I that believe that. For you, I truly believe that. I truly believe that. So you you know, you do music. You have have a, a circle. You know, mm -hmm. of, of support fans that uh, you reach out to. Anything else that you do? You know, uh, like do you take medicine? Do you you know? I know you mentioned I, earlier the medicine does, you know, helps. Does. How do you feel yeah, about I, the medicine? It, it, I take some now. It okay. Helps. Okay. It, it, it's definitely something that you have to, it might not, the first might not work. You might right. have to Got try it. something different here and there. So I take medicine and it helps. And I do, you know, I, play games i know it's not a big yeah 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 but but music is huge because it, it helps my mood it helps me if i'm feeling a certain way i'll listen to certain music and it'll give me get, get my get my feelings out by just feeling it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's what's that, up that's, huge. that's what's up i wish that i I could, I could, you know, feel music how you feel music. But me, I just kind of like you, like you, you listen to the words and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? If the beat is jamming, it got me. You know, I listen to the beat and feel loving it. Then I may go back, you know, six days later and listen to the words. But like you, you dissected and you just, you know what I'm saying? Which kind of yeah. helps you, you know. Yeah, get to that place of that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, man, I want to thank you so very much for sharing your story. This I'm gonna ask you a couple of more things. This ain't off of uh, this has nothing to do with with, with personal <laughs> mental health, but this could have something to do with uh, Houston Rocket fans' mental health. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I, know, I know that you are a gigantic Houston Rocket fan. You know, we watch the finals now. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing the NBA draft. We didn't get the first pick, unfortunately, even though I, I, I told everybody at work, I said, I'm telling you, 
San Antonio is going to own the number one. Man, I said that. I said, yeah, San Antonio. I said the, the way that it's set up, it is it is guaranteed that San Antonio will get the number one pick. But as a rock, as a huge Rocket fan, I mean, you at Rocket games all the time, and you love your Rockets, and you watching your Rockets, and you post about the Rockets. What the fourth pick? What we gonna do? We're gonna have to go with Amen Thompson. I like him because Scoot's gonna be off the board. I just know it, and we're not getting. Uh, I don't really want Brandon Miller, okay. but we Scoot's probably gonna be off the board unless they do some kind of trade up, which I don't know if anybody would want to give up Scoot. So right now, Amen Thompson seems to be what we're gonna do. It. I definitely do not want James Harden. Oh, that was. The <laughs> That was going to be my next question. How do you feel about number 13 stepping back in the Toyota Center? That, hey, that was going to be my next question. I just wanted to ask, but you know what I'm saying, a real Houston Rocket fan. I mean, I've been, I'm trying to figure out, everybody that I talk to, all the discussion that me and some of the fellas talk about and stuff, nobody seems to want him to come back to Houston. So, so, so how is it that there is a chance that he comes back to Houston. I mean, I hear sportscasters saying it's a bad deal. I hear other NBA players saying he shouldn't come back to Houston. I hear everybody around the city saying he shouldn't come back to Houston. So how is it that the whispers and the murmurs is James Harden could be a rocket again? Like, who is the, who is, oh, is it somebody from his camp maybe that's dropping dimes like that to try to get the city in an uproar? Because I don't even think that nobody in the city want him. <laughs> No, I think it's just, I think it's like his camp maybe because he loves Houston, which that's fine. I get it. But he, and some of the stuff he said when he left Philly, but it's just like, yeah, we rebuild and we trying to start on. Correct. Why would you come that's here? Right. And then why would we pay him all this money? It would, it would really just stop the whole growth of the guys we got. Yeah. Mess up everything we like. We got money this time. We got we can do it any, anything we want. Why are we gonna throw it all hey, at him? Especially exactly. after, after the last game seven. I, don't give me I totally agree. That. I totally agree. <laughs> he don't. He just doesn't. He just. Doesn't I totally agree. Anything. And we well, gonna see. I think the draft is like June twenty fifth, June twenty sixth. I'm just gonna drop this. I I have my own scenario. I'm just gonna go and drop this out here and just. I don't know how you feel about this. But I just believe on draft night with the fourth pick, the Houston Rockets is going to trade the fourth pick and some other players to the Boston Celtics for Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown is going <laughs> to be a Houston Rocket. It's going to be like a sign and trade. And Jalen Brown and, and, and Jalen Green are going to they're going to make a tag team duo with Jabari Smith. And I just believe that the Rockets are going to be fighting for a playoff spot next year. Yeah. They do what I say. <laughs> I, mean, I think Jalen Brown, along with Adoka, would be a great, 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 great matchup for the city of Houston. It's going to cost us. It's going to cost us 250, so almost 300 yeah. mil. But I believe that it is worth it. Yeah. I mean, I'm with that. Just price and, you know, they might just throw money at him and if, if he can't pay yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, man, that, thank you again. I want to thank you. Can y'all do me a favor and salute my man, 
Mr. Thomas, Hip Hop Not Dead Price, for coming on the show today. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and man, uh, uh, I'll be checking in with you. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I know that uh, I'm, you know, may not be up close and personal, part of your support team, but you know, man, I'm always a phone call away. I may not always have the answer, but I definitely can sit and listen and hear. You know, I tell like the young men that I coach, hey, you know, you got a lifeline. Use your lifeline. You know what I'm saying? I'm a part of your lifeline. So thank you, man. I Kudos for you for unmuting yourself, getting the help, admitting that you had an issue, wanting to see yourself get help for that issue. And 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 now I'm hoping that you become an advocate for other brothers to get help to unmute themselves so that they can get the help that they need so that we can do put a curb on this mental health issue, this mental health disease for black men and men period all right so five right. seven again thank you sir i salute you again you be blessed man peace out right. thank you all right. yes sir all right y'all hey man it's real shots man big shots out to my man thomas five seven hip-hop not dead price I, I thank him. I think that it takes somebody. It really takes a, a strong man that's willing to come on and, and talk about not something that he's just been through, but something that he's currently in. You know, he was he was very adamant and honest that this what he's going through. He still deals with it, that it still happens, you know, and uh, I'm glad that he found him a support circle. I'm glad that he does things to kind of help. You know what I'm saying? Change his mood, and when he sees that, you know what I'm saying? When he sees things going on or going in the wrong direction, he take his meds and stuff like that. So big kudos to him. Listen, before we end the show, you guys know I always do a B take before I end the show. B take is just free game from be the man who is myself that you can take with you. And tonight's beat to take is any man can suffer with an illness and they can do it in silence. But it takes a real man to unmute himself and say something about what's going on with him and get some help. So men, be the man, say something if you're dealing with something. That's our show for tonight y'all that's our show for today listen thank you so very much i want to uh, ask you one more thing if there is a man father's is right around the corner if there's a man in your life that loves to breathe that wants to empower his prayer life that's looking to take his prayer life to a next new level to the next level maybe he's saying hey i want to start praying more but i don't know what to pray i don't know what to pray about i don't know what subjects to pray about i want you to get him this it's my latest book a man's personal prayer devotional. It's a 21-day devotional on different topics for men to pray about. I talked to you about the subject. There's subjects like love. There's subjects like 
past hurt. There's subjects like forgiveness. There's subjects like uh, gratitude and fear, all 21 different things that men face every single day that they can pray about. You can go to my website and order it for that very special man in your life. It's on sale now for just 12 bucks. $12, a great Father's Day gift, a great gift for your brother, a great gift for your husband, a great gift for that special man in your life. www. Just go to my website, www.kevindboudreau.com. Buy it today. I'll ship it tomorrow, and he'll have it in his hands before you know it, enjoying it. That's right. Take the devotional, the prayer journal. Real good book. Real good book. And it, it, it shares, you know, the Bible verse and it talks about different subjects. You know, we got quotes and you got it in, each day ends with a special prayer. And then there's like a little write, you know, where you can write, take notes and stuff like that. Very, 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 very powerful book for a man that wants to start a prayer life, a man that wants to take his prayer life to a new level. The Bible says men should always pray and not faint, huh? So if you want to start your prayer life, just slide faith. Hey, you know, you, you say, hey, man, hey, daddy, I want you to start praying more. Start with this prayer devotional. Hey, baby, I want you to start praying more. Start with this prayer devotional. He said, hey, I would pray, but I don't know what to pray about. I would pray, but what do I, you know what I'm saying? How do I pray? Let him know. A man's personal prayer devotional by Kevin. Kevin Boudreaux. You can get it today. Order it today. www.kevindboudreaux.com. Listen, I want to thank my special guest, Thomas Hip Hop Not Dead 57 Price. Thank you for coming on the show. We will see we right back here next week, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, you can catch tonight's broadcast on YouTube, on uh, Apple Podcasts, on um, Spotify, on all the different digital platforms. That's right. We are bringing Man Cave Podcast to you, 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 and you. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Coach B. This has been another great episode of Man Cave Podcast with Coach B. And I'll see you when I see you.